Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religions to customs, festivals to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host, Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。云门是古籍记载中最古老的舞蹈。一九七三年，编舞家林怀民老师以此为名，创办了台湾第一个现代舞蹈表演团体，也是华人社会的第一个当代舞团。这个月，我们将邀请到各个与云门舞集结缘的艺术家们，来为我们介绍云门的历史和最新的表演。Cloudgate is the name of the oldest known dance in China. In 1973, choreographer Lin Huaiming adopted this classical name and founded the first contemporary dance company in the Greater Chinese-speaking community, the Cloudgate Dance Theater of Taiwan. This month, we'll discover the history and some of the latest performances from this extraordinary dance company. And this week, we'll talk to someone who's very familiar with the history of Cloudgate Dance Theater. Inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. We're this week. Let's talk about the history of Cloudgate Dance Theater. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. Author Xie Wangling. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. 其实那时候的文艺都一直在冲撞社会，就比如说那时候的小说，嗯，挑战社会。比如说有一个小说家叫王文兴，写了《家变》，还甚至有很多的小说家投入了爱乡爱土这一件事情，因为再加上中美断交的关系，所以有一些台湾人想要为这块土地做一点事情，或者想要自立自强。还有很多的自觉开始萌生在文艺这一块，不管是林怀民的舞蹈也好，还有甚至在绘画上面，台湾的现代绘画上面，后来现代文学上面，其实都走在非常前面。还有民歌，嗯，摇滚啊，像披头士那一些，其实都给台湾的那个艺术界有很大的启发。大概从那边开始得到了很多的养分，慢慢慢的生长，后来再影响到社会，开始社会有很多的。抗议运动，嗯，就比如说政治嘛，嗯，就民进党那时候开始慢慢的蓬勃发展，后来包括原住民自觉，嗯哼，嗯哼后来就觉得说，嗯、呃，要被尊重，不要被歧视，我们不是藩民、嗯，那请还合理的名称。后来这一块土地是我们的，这样子。那个时候整个社会都在转变中，对，后来还有包括同志啊、哦，所以这些东西应该是说全部都融合在一起， okay. 但是。呃，在文艺的路上，我相信一定是走得比社会还要快。其实他们当初其实都已经在做实验，在表现这一些，甚至揭露了一些社会底层的比较不为人知的一面。嗯、OK， 呃，云门进入，例如说九零年代之后，开始有了什么些转变吗？应该说，云门到了八零年代末的时候，其实。
反而被这个社会打败，这个意志有点消沉，是不是？应,应该也不是，就是说八九零年代，可能台湾经济那时候正在起飞的时候，嗯嗯、很多人都在封股市，到了大概八零年代末的时候。整个社会的那个专注度好像就变得不一样。当初可能大家还有一心为文艺，社会还有某一种，比如说他第一场表演的时候就卖了三千多张票这样子。后来可能到了最后面的时候，其实就是会有庞大的债务的问题。最后林老师就不免会质疑，就是说那他在做这些文化传承的事情，到底是为了什么？那时候就是，我觉得他应该是有感觉到有一股挫折吧，因为你没有办法去改变这个社会的时代的变迁呢，大环境，所以他就大概就改变自我。所以云门在八零年代末的时候有暂停，完全收起来。那反而就是收起来之后，让人家开始。觉得哎、欸，台湾到底需要什么？嗯哼，他们停了三年之后，当林怀民老师再回来重整云门的时候，那又是一番绝对不同的风景。嗯，有时候可能你的消失跟你的存在是同样重要的，对对不对？嗯、那当然了，进入九零年代之后，台湾人就是忙着赚钱嘛。對,對,对，那全世界其实那个时候都在忙着赚钱了。云门二大概是诞生在那个时候，就是在那个时候，就是那三年的时候，大家都去外面学习了。嗯哼，比如说行政的人是去美国学一些、嗯。专业上的技术， okay. 就是说像做舞台设计的，他也跑去国外学各种的技术。那林怀民老师就到处去流浪，嗯，所以回来的时候，这些东西力量结合在一起的时候，余门的作品一下子就变得更丰富，也更成熟。那时候也在思考舞台要怎么存活，嗯，好，他们去国外表演，用国外赚到的钱来维生，但是他们还是有一种希望，就是说回到台湾来，呃，可以扎根在自己的土地上。他还是最终希望表演艺术并不是在国家戏剧院的殿堂，而是更亲民的。嗯哼，那如何做这件事情？所以那时候就成立了一个二团。嗯，那二团的责任就是说，可以让大家都一起跳舞，所以他们就进入各个乡镇，或学校。There was a period of time when the Cloudgate Dance Theater stopped performing. Ticket sales have dropped severely, bringing financial troubles to the theater. In the late 80s, Taiwan's economy was taken off, and people were focused on making money instead of art. The art scene had flourished before this point, as society started becoming more political and social movements were getting energized. So, Cloudgate started asking itself what it was that the country really needed, and it stopped for three years. During which time, people in the theater went abroad to study how things were done in other countries. They then brought their new knowledge back to Taiwan and used it to help bring their performances even closer to the lives of Taiwanese people, and make them richer and more mature at the same time. The theater also decided that it wanted to help bring dance to the public, and started visiting smaller towns, villages, and schools. That's it for our conversation on the temporary disappearance of Cloudgate Dance Theater. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the revival and the rise of Cloudgate Dance Theater too. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>